Hello, Sagittarius friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Sagittarius March 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. The theme of this month for Sagittarius is Unleash Your Fire Dragon. If you know my work, then you know that I am a Sagittarius with many placements in Sagittarius. And as a fellow Sagittarius, I am so excited about this time, and I'm going to go into all of the reasons why. This report is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Sag placement you have. This is going to be part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Sag friend like me, then like we'll say December 15th or so through the rest of the sign or around 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I suggest suggest you additionally listen to my Capricorn report because both the Sag and Cap reports will hold pearls for you very late degree friends. All right, so let's just get right into the fire dragon and why I'm so excited about this. Look at all of this fire. Okay, right here you can see seven planets. And first of all, let's let it be known. The reason why I get rowdy and why we get rowdy when there are fire planets going on is because we're a fire sign. And any fire planets either make a conjunction if they're Sag placements, they cross over our placements and enhance the fire that way. Or if it's a Leo placement or an Aries placement, it makes a 120 degree angle with our placements, which is the most favorable angle in all of astrology. It can bring blessings that you weren't even looking for, didn't even try for, and anything that you're trying to actively use um, the energy for, you have it just magnified and multiplied um, beyond words. So you see here we've got seven of these planets. We also have the sun moving into Aries. We'll have the new moon in Aries, and then Mercury is going to get in Aries. So we have like 10 events in fire this month, and all of them will bless and enhance our energies. So this is amazing for empowerment. This is because the Aries rules the first house, so a lot of stuff gets beamed back there. Um, so this is amazing for getting fit. This is amazing for rebranding our image. If you've been waiting with, through all the muck of the retrogrades from August of 2022 into January, February, March, early April is your time to bust out with new stuff, is to try different things and to put your heart and soul into your passion projects, is to, you know, just come out in some kind of bold way um, that really is really, really amazing. Okay, so we've got empowerment, physical healing, recognition, all of those potentials. We have ambition, we have motivation, we have um, inspiration, we have not only all of these fire planets crossing over our Sag planets, we also have them connecting with each other. All right, so I'm going to talk about some of those dates in a minute, but I just want to talk about also the house that this accentuates for us is creativity, romance, children, love, bucket list stuff, being our leader, leadership selves, you know, stepping out in front of people, showing people what we have and that going well. And so there's just, there's so much, you know, it is a fire frenzy of ultimate proportions. It is the type of stars that we really wait for. We've gotten bogged down with all manner of things for a very long time. And now we can make up for a lot of ground that for months or years have been stagnant or not doing what we want things can progress forward in amazing ways. Okay, so let's talk about some of these angles. Oh, wait, while, while we're at it, before I get to the angles, something else notable about March is that all of the planets are going direct. The outer planets, the inner planets are all in forward move, motion. This is very unusual. So we've got um, the end of January, February, March, into April, we've got that energy of all of this direct energy 
which is very, very, very rare. Okay. And so the, you know, the impetus, the, the blazing forward, just the new beginnings, besides we also have three signs or three planets changing signs, which are definitely new beginnings energy. This is like major, major, major new beginnings energy. And, um, you can really make up for a lot of lost time. And if you have to do something important, remember when you do something important, that's like, that locks in your, um, whatever it is, the astrology on that day. Like if you start something new, it locks in the astrology of that time. So this is an amazing time to lock in astrology for doing things because, you know, anything you do now will have the imprint of these stars for the whole time of the project or the relationship or whatever it is that you're doing. So this is like a really big deal. Okay. So everything's going direct. Um, we've got this open window until April 7th and then Mercury will start its thing. And we also have eclipse season starting. Okay. So the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle has been a little rough for Sages, our stuff versus other people's stuff, close personal relationships. The fall was awful with those eclipses. I know for me and many other Sages, I mean, we had pretty bad stars for everybody in October, but, um, yeah, so those have been a little rough. So the good news here is that starting in April, all right, we are still in motion with the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle until the end of 2023. And we will have a Scorpio eclipse in May, but the one in April starts an Aries Libra eclipse cycle. So this is amazing for us because these are in good angles. All right. So we've got a lot of energies changing between the me and we sector still. This is kind of continuing that storyline, but the eclipse is going to be in a nice angle, especially the later Sagittarius placements. Um, and that's amazing. So four to six weeks before the actual eclipse starts the season, big news, life-changing events are going to be coming and you will start to have whispers about what that's going to look like, um, in March. Yeah. Sometimes you might see it a little bit earlier, but you're going to have news of very life-changing events besides all this other stuff, the stuff related to the eclipses, like really monumental things. So having an eclipse cycle in fire and air is going to be a breath of fresh air compared to this water earth business for us. All right, now let's talk about some exact dates. Now, if you need some good dates to program in um, good, yummy stuff for your ventures, you know, romantic endeavors, engagements, weddings, special trips, trying to plan having children, doing things with your kids, business things, launches, bringing your life's work out. This is one of the best months in a long time for it, and it's definitely the best month of the year for new beginnings and launches, for sure, hands down, especially for fire signs. Good day. March 1st, March 2nd, Jupiter Venus coming together, Jupiter the great expander and our not so humble ruler, right? Jupiter is um also Zeus. We have the Greek name, the Roman names, but Zeus is, you know, the ruler of the gods and he's expanding everything in Venus. Venus's zone, love, beauty, money, self-esteem. So, look out for goodies there. Now, all of the Sagis can get goodies from this. Nobody's going to be left out. Even if I don't list your degree or date in my, my spree I'm about to go through right now, don't worry because there's so much goodness around. It, it would be very hard to not have it bubble over you. But for that March 1st, March 2nd, we'll say six degrees to 16 degrees, the closer to 11 degrees of um, a Sag placement, the biggest kiss that you'll get. So that's basically going to be like November 25th ish through like December 
5th or 6th-ish, and the closer to like December 1st or 2nd, the more you get a kiss from that one. So if you have to plan something, that's an amazing time. Another amazing date or series of dates is March 27th, March 28th. And this is a time also this whole month where you might get major news because the 27th and 28th, Jupiter, the big expander, coming together with Mercury, information, so information, education, you know, anything like that, major things coming in. This time, 17 to 18 degrees. So some of the same friends that we're going to get extra special kisses, we'll get some, but then we're going to extend our range a little bit. So if we're in the like 17, 18 degree zone, we'll say about 12 degrees to like 23 degrees. All right. So that's going to be like December 2nd ish through December 13th, 14th ish. And the closer to like the 7th, 8th, 9th, the more you get the kiss from that one. Okay. Then we also have the Astrological New Year and the New Moon in Aries. Astrological New Year, depending on your time zone, March 20th, March 21st. New Moon, depending on your time zone, March 21st. This is one of the best days of the whole year to do a vision board, a compilation of the things you'd like to bring into your life. Put it somewhere where your subconscious mind can be picking up on this information because we create from our subconscious mind. So the things you have around you are, are working to help you create for better or worse. That's a little scary, right? So these days around the 21st, new beginnings. The universe is especially receptive to your desires and wishes in the form of this vision board and setting intentions. Um, so zero degree friends. That's basically your our um, Scorpitarius buddies early in the sign. So like November 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, you all are getting the special kisses from the new moon and the sun moving in to um, that sign. But remember, nobody's being left out of, of these, these things because as the sun and all these other placements move, it's going to zip through all the Sag placements and we're all going to get those goodies. But that new moon energy, you all in the early um, early Sagittarius zone close to Scorpius there, Scorpio there, we'll get it. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about with this lineup of Jupiter, Jupiter lineups here is in the days around March 11th to 12th, Jupiter is getting together with Chiron. So these heavy hitters here, they're outer planets. When Chiron's an asteroid, we call things planets that aren't planets in astrology, basically meaning heavenly body. It might bring up something wounded, wounding, but it could bring the healing. So if you've been working on some things, you know, that have been deep wounding in your physicality, some relationships with your kids, relationships in your romantic life, it could bring things up this month. And really, even though it's the 11th and 12th, you'll be feeling this one all month. Okay. And possibly even beyond because, you know, these, it takes Chiron 51 years, 50 to 51 years to move around. It takes Jupiter 12 years. So we're talking about a pretty wide orb. So this echoes out much further than a couple of days. But look for some very significant healing. You know, it might have to come up that some woundedness or vulnerability comes up. Um, but it definitely can be productive. And that's the most important thing. You know, it's, it's a bummer when something comes up and it's like, what was that for? And you can't even see any reason for it. But this would likely be something that has great reason and great outcomes once you get past the drama of it. All right. So then we have, um, on March 7th, we have a full moon in Virgo. So that's going to be fullness, completion, drama, fruition in your work sector. 10th house or things with parents or families or males in your family. 
something important might come up at that time. So look out for that. Also can have to do with pets, animals, um, could be something stressful because this is a 90 degree angle for Sagis. So this is one of the things going on this month that isn't in the best angle, but Hey, we can't complain because if you've been watching my reports for a while, you know that March is, especially the earlier part, is not my favorite because of these Pisces placements. And usually this is Pisces heyday. You know, this is like sun is there, Mercury's there. We're, there's a lot of energy in Pisces, which for, for Sagis, it brings a lot of stress to, you know, home and family. And it's still, it's still good. You know, I'm not diminishing the fact that that could be there. There's just so much fire that can help make it better and get us through. But usually this month is like, it could be a real dogger, really depressing and heavy, a lot of family drama and things to attend to. This 90 degree angle can be quite challenging. So we're going to feel that in the home and work sector because of the full moon in the 10th house. And then the Pisces energy is moving through the fourth house. So that will be there and it will be happening, but hopefully it will be minimized because of all of this splendid fire stuff. Okay. Now I'm giving you a lot more dates than I usually do. I think this month, um, there's just so much going on, but if you want an even more complete list of important dates, what you can expect from these connections, what's happening, what the connections are delivered to your inbox one month early, go to anniehelpsyou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. The link is also underneath the um, notes of the video or podcast. If you forget it by the time you're done listening. And I just, I send out three newsletters a month that will give you lots of resources that I and some members of my team have created um, in the form of blogs and other things for you to utilize the energies in the best way. So if you want more of these dates than I'm giving you now, the point is you can sign up there and you can access the archives and get all the new stuff. Now let's talk about the sign changes. Okay, so we've got three sign changes. We'll go in order of of intensity or importance. I don't want to say necessarily say importance. We'll say magnitude is a better word. One big thing that we are going to be feeling, and this is, I guess, pretty high magnitude for us as Sagittarius, is that for seven months, Mars has been in Gemini. First thing that's been bringing, vacillation, uncertainty, confusion, trying to decide what the heck, going back and forth on certain things, and being more dizzy and spun out than usual. That's been a pain. All right, hopefully you would have started to have some shifts in January or so when Mars went direct, but it doesn't get out of Gemini until March 26th. So even though it's been in a, a sign that is complementary to fire, it's been opposing our placements. And if you've been getting those direct oppositions like I have, it's, it's a lot. You've been overwhelmed, overworked, you know, driving around all over the place, crazy, busy, not knowing whether you're coming or going, feeling like everything's unmanaged. So hopefully that will shift more now because it's getting out of that configuration for us. Okay. So March 26th through May 21st, it will then be in cancer, which is going to bring its obsessive focus. So maybe we've been obsessed uh, on topics of Gemini teaching, learning, traveling, you know, transportation, um, busy stuff, busy stuff in our, our surroundings. And now Mars, the, the obsessive energy is going to move to other people's money, family money, estate planning, um, resources, the mystery, the study of the mysteries of spirituality, psychology, uh, that busy little border collie of the Zodiac, as I like to call it, is going to be bringing energy there, but at least it's going to get out of the opposition configuration, which I think is going to give us a break. 
Now, Mars is not particularly happy in that configuration because it's a ruler of Aries, fellow fire sign to us. So it doesn't like it in a water sign. It will be uncomfortable and it will bring up a lot of emotions. Um, so we will get some of that, you know, extra emotion that we tend to get from the Pisces things at this time of year from Mars being there. Um, but hopefully all this other fire stuff can balance some of that out. Okay, so the next sign change, and this is pretty monumental, for a few years we've had Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn has been possibly busting our chops in the area of writing, communicating, bringing some obstacles, um, mobility, different kind of things like that. Relatives could have been, you know, getting tested. But the good thing about Saturn leaving is that when it leaves an area, it gets a gift. We get a gift or it brings a gift or more. So any work that you've put into your relationships and especially family, this is like family members, not your kids and parents kind of family members, like the, all the other ones pretty much. So you might have been working hard to be consistent with some relationships there and you might be starting to see it pan out. You might have been working on some writing projects or you might have been had writer's block. And as Saturn leaves, it can free that and you can all of a sudden write a bunch of stuff. You know, Sagas tend to be communicators and prolific expressors. So if you've been feeling stifled, um, it could be because Saturn was there and the gift that could come could be the return of your prolific expression and then some. So where it is headed in Pisces is our home and family. So we will have from 2023 to sometime in 2026... With Saturn kind of testing, trying to build foundations um, in our home and family. And that can be a little bit heavy, but it can also help you bring all of your dreams uh, for your home and family and real estate to life. Okay, and this is, this is what Saturn does. It builds foundations and the degree to which you work with it consciously and do the work and have the discipline is the degree to which you get the gifts during and after the transit. Okay, so hopefully you'll start to see some yummy Saturn gifts from your third house passing through very quickly. And then as Saturn moves through Pisces in the fourth house, any dreams that you've had regarding your home and housing and your family goals, you have to be ready to put even more focus behind them, and then you'll see big results. Okay, so then we have Pluto changing signs. Now, this is also interesting because Pluto is going into Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is a much better energy for us than Pisces. So while we are going to have three years of Pisces making annoying angles for us, Pluto is bigger and badder and more powerful and is going to be making nice angles for us for over 20 years from now, basically until 2044. So it's going to dance back and forth between the end of Capricorn and the early Aquarius energies for this year and next year. And then in 2024, we'll anchor fully into Aquarius, but it's never going to leave Aquarius long enough um, during this time from now on to not be influencing. So from the whole house perspective, all Sages are going to have positive blessings starting now and transformation from these nice angles. Um, that are made as Pluto goes through the different um, degrees of Aquarius. And it's going to transform and give you nuclear power in your prolific expression. So Saturn's going to leave, hopefully freeing things up and bringing gifts. And then Pluto's going to come in and give you Plutonian power to transform your teaching, learning, your education, you as a teacher, um, you know, your mobility, your travel, 
and your expression. And that's going to be for a long time. So overall, this is one of my favorite months of the whole year for everybody, especially for fire signs. Um, if you want to do some planning for the rest of the year, I'm already telling you, try to do your important stuff here. If it's in your flow and your intuition tells you, of course, you have to always let that supersede. But if, if you're going to not be able to get some things done and it's getting to be, you know, into April and you want to have an understanding of what the rest of the year is like, cause we will have a Venus retrograde. We've kind of got a very retrograde year once we get into April. You can see my 2023 retrograde calendar to kind of understand the ebbs and flows there. And you can find that at AnnieBAstrology.com. Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. Also in the notes underneath the video or podcast to access my exclusive content and early content portal. So most of my work in the world is free. And you see, I am very prolific with what I share and very generous with what I offer for free. And that is part of my passion. That is something that I'm trying to... Um, be part of is if we know something and can help people, if we get out there, it's, it's redoing education. You know, people give from their hearts and things tend to come back. So, you know, I, I offer these things freely. If you want to have even more of that, sign up for my exclusive content. You'll get even more. I have DIY ways to work with your birth chart. I've got Jupiter through the signs. Um, that's pretty important for us. I give you the exact dates. Um, when Jupiter will give you your kisses for all the Sag placements and more in there. And if you want to be a professional astrologer or just learn astrology to help yourself and your friends and family, I am your girl. This is my department. As you see, I'm not just a reader. I'm a teacher. That is where I excel. That is my area of expertise. So if you go to beastropro.com, beastropro.com, see my course, Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course. I can help teach you to go from ground zero to earning money as an astrologer, or if you are already learning astrology, I can help you to fine tune your craft and to make your astrology practice work um, by getting in there and expanding your knowledge and helping you organize your knowledge into systems where you give a kick butt reading every time. So you can see that at beastropro.com. And if you want to start with the basics, astrology basics and beyond, or you want to see some free classes on wellness and abundance, you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.